tuning in with Care Asia, bringing human stories to life. This is Tuning In with KR Asia. I'm Stephanie, your host for this episode. If you believe that travel has the power to transform your life, then you need to listen to the story of Sue Pio, who is a Burmese travel and lifestyle blogger. After traveling extensively in Europe, India, and her home country Myanmar, she began to develop a passion for travel writing and start her own travel blog, Sue Go, where she recounts her learnings from each adventure. She also won the Youth Choice at the Myanmar Influencer Award Ceremony in December 2017, just six months after her first blog. Hi, Sue. Thanks for taking this interview. I'm Stephanie. I'm a tech journalist currently, and I'm based in Yangon. So, what about you? Could you introduce a bit your of yourself to our audience? Of course. Hi, everyone. My name is Sue. And I have a travel blog called Sue Go. I think you already introduced why <laughs> we are here today. So you have a very interesting life because you are so young and you started your own blogging. And there are so many young people are following you. They follow your journey on Cologne and many interesting places all over the world. So can you tell us what made you start your own blog? I think I would answer as, as a passion and for the people I love because I started my travel blog in May 2017.、Mm-hmm. But before then, I had been traveling quite a lot, and I uploaded my travel pictures and wrote about it on my social media, of course. But all my friends are like, "Sue, you should really start a blog." But at the time, I didn't really think I will start a blog.、Mm-hmm. But then, at the same time, I thought, okay, writing. And traveling are my passions, and I love sharing what I know with people. So、mm. why not? So that's also the reason I started it. Right, and it grew so big now, right? Yeah, it's getting better. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that I'm always interested to know is that what does travel mean to you? Oh, I would say travel. I think for me is about transformation because、mm. I like who I've become because of traveling and writing a blog. What who is constantly on your mind when you are traveling? Constantly on my mind. Yeah. To be honest, when I'm traveling, I think I try to just live in the present and just try to focus on my traveling. But of course, there are times that I have people who I love on my mind. Like for example, my mom. If I see something that she might like, I'll be like, oh, the, she might like it. You know, I wish she was here. Something、mm. like that. And sometime, just just sometime. I wander around people and traveling. If I would see my long lost dad, <laughs>、mm, right? Can you tell us a little bit more about it? My dad, he left home fourteen years ago、mm. just to find some money after、mm. his company crashed down. But he he didn't say that he left、mm. for permanently, right? So we didn't know if he's still alive or not. So sometimes I just wander around people like traveling, and if I could bump into him. Or sometimes I think that oh, if I could become more famous, maybe it would be easier for him to reach out to me,、mm. or something like that. Or even if he decided that he didn't want to come back, I think he would be proud of me for just looking at what I've done. Right.、Yeah. I'm really sorry to hear that, but it's interesting because whenever people like me who read your blog, you always bring a lot of positivity. Like you need to exercise more,、yeah. even during hard time, you cannot give up. Like I don't think people expect there are another story behind the、yeah. positivity that you are trying to bring. 
So this is quite an inspiring part of you, I think. So talking about difficult time currently during the COVID crisis, well, we are not able to travel around. Of course. So how do you continue to generate travel content to continue to inspire your readers? Yeah, of course, definitely this is not a good time for travel blogging. But since I have my nine to five job, I didn't have enough time to write about all my troubles from mm. past. So now actually it's a good time to write up all about it. For example, I haven't still written about my travels, fourteen days to India, or my trip oh, to UK. Really? Yeah, I, those stories can be interesting, you know.、Right. So I'm like trying to write about it more and、mm-hmm. taking people all around the world with me while they're all staying home. <laughs> right. So talking about your trip, though, what is the most beautiful place that you have ever been to? Oh, I think that's the hardest question <laughs> because, as you know, every place has its own beauty and、right. a unique experience, right? I love Switzerland.、Mm-hmm. I think Switzerland is so beautiful, but at the same time, I love Bhutan. But if I really have to think about a trip, so magical, so peaceful, and I don't want to go back to Yangon. I want to live here for at least another two months, and that place. Is Indoji Lake in Kachin State,、oh. north of Myanmar, of course. Indoji Lake is one of the biggest inland lake in Southeast Asia.、Mm. That place you should really go there.、Yeah. That place is so beautiful. It's not just beautiful. I think the calmness of that place、mm. really, really magical. I would say that's my favorite place. It's interesting because you really enjoy going to serene places, right? The places that brings you peacefulness. Exactly. So, while it sounds really positive again, but I wonder though, what are the frustrations of being a travel blogger? Yeah, of course, there's not always rainbows and butterflies and pretty Instagram pictures. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are definitely times that I feel. That kind of feelings, especially when I meet、um, some people who kind of want to judge. Like for example, they will ask me what I do, and I'll be like, "Oh, I'm a travel blogger." And they're like, "Oh, then you get paid to travel." And I was like,、uh, "Not all the time, but yes, sometimes we do get paid、mm. to travel. But eighty percent of the time, it's just from my own wallet." And then they、right. think, "Oh, she must have like really rich parents, or she must have someone who's supporting all her travels, like boyfriend or something." <laughs> Sugar daddy, <laughs> sugar daddy, and they think travel blogging is just all about pretty pictures, and it、mm. makes me like frustrated sometimes because what they don't know is travel blogging is really a hard job,、mm. and it takes a lot of effort、right. and saving up money and energy、mm. and everything for me, especially for me when I have nine to five job at the、right. same time. So I have to be good at both sides, my job and also my travel blogging, and I also save up money and. Put a lot of effort, so yeah, those are the times that make me feel like, oh my god, I'm so frustrated, you know? Right. It's funny of how people are trying to stigmatize travel blogger. Yeah. Maybe probably they of what they have seen on YouTube. Maybe it's always about、oh. taking a flight to a really magical place. Exactly. And no man beach or whatever. You know,、yeah. it's always so dreamy. But I'm glad you bring another side of the stories. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us what is your proudest moment when it comes. Traveling, I think I really like when I meet with kids when I travel,、mm. and I like to ask about their dreams. Of course, they will answer nothing because they are kids. But I like it, and、mm. then and I tell them, you know, I'm a travel blogger, 
but at the same time I have my job that means you can also live on your dream and at the same time walking you don't have enough money and mm. it's fine so those are the moments that I'm proud of and also I have to say there's one more thing that I think proudest moment okay. that is when I won the Myanmar Influencer Award in 2017 mm. it was very unexpected because I started my blog in May 2017 mm. and I won the award in December so it's just wow. six months of traveling. It was so unexpected. I was not even in the room. I was in the restroom. And then when I came back, everyone was looking for me. And I was mm. like, why are they were looking for me? And then they're like, just go back to your seat. And then I saw my name on the screen and I was like, wow, this is totally, yeah, shocking. So who do you tell this message to? Who's the first person that you went right away when you heard about this news? Of course, my mom, uh, after I received the award, mm. I didn't even know what to say because I was just <sighs> shocked and, you know, like shaking. shaking. Yeah. But yeah, when I came down the stage, I just called my mom and my mom was like, what? What? Really? <laughs> She's so happy. <laughs> She's really proud of you, right? She is, she is. Yeah. So, well, you started your blogger a few years ago and now you have grown such a big fan base. So what do you plan to do more in the future? I really want to create more valuable, meaningful, and engaging content because mm. these days, as you know, internet is full of toxic things. I mean, I'm not saying all all things are bad, of course, there are many great things about internet, but especially in Myanmar, where people use Facebook as an internet, as their newspaper, mm. you know, I think influencer, creator, celebrity who have lots of followers, have the responsibility to make as a like better place because even if we take ourselves as an influencer or not, mm. if we have people who are following us, mm. if we have people who are watching what we create, I think we should definitely be more careful. Right. And if every single one of us, 90% of influencer, creators, celebrity, create more positive and more valuable non-tossing content, I think the future of our country can direct to much more positive way. Yeah. Right. I also agree with you that young people in Myanmar, they need much more support right. in a lot of ways. Exactly. So you could be like the best channel for them because they really enjoy your content. So yeah. the final question for you is that if one day you could go back to when you were much younger, in high school or even in primary school, what would you tell the young Sue? Good question. <laughs> I think I would just tell her that just to live every moment to the fullest and just create memorable and precious memory with people who I love because you can never know who's gonna be beside you for how long, mm. right? And when people left, all we have are the memories. Right. So I think we have to really make those memories as memorable and as positive and as happy as possible. Mm. So I just want to tell her that. And I also want to tell her that I think, Sue, you're going to be fine. You're going to be great. And there will be time that you want to give up, but you're going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> right, there are a lot of moments that as girls, especially growing up in an Asian society, I think we feel suppressed a lot of time that there are a lot of expectation on us yeah. that is not realistic. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I have finished all my questions, but it's really an interesting opportunity to talk to you. I really enjoyed it. So yeah, <laughs> thank too. you so much for taking this time with me. And I hope you can continue to produce much more positive and inspiring content to the Myanmar audiences. Thanks so much for your time too. Thank you. <laughs>